Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. Well, we have been sharing about how important it is to have the love of God in our lives and how it helps us to deal with people who are hard to get along with. And we have talked about difficult people, demanding people, and today I want to go on and share how the love of God helps us to deal with disappointing people. Listen to what Galatians 6 and verse 1 says. Brothers and sisters, If anyone in your group does something wrong, you who are spiritual should go to that person and gently help make him right again. But be careful, because you might be tempted to sin too. Now this verse addresses what we should do when someone in our group, in our friendship group, in our work group, in our sports group, in our church group, whatever group you may be a part of, what should you do when someone does something wrong? Now, this is a situation that we all face because we are dealing with imperfect people. And it's not a matter if someone does something wrong. It's a matter of when they do something wrong. Now, this verse gives us two main guidelines here. First of all, it says you who are spiritual should go to that person. Now, listen, the Bible tells us it's easier to take a fortified city than to win someone who has been offended by us. And so in this matter of going and dealing with the wrongs that happen towards us, when when someone has disappointed us in some way, and we feel that I need to address this now, it's very, very important that you get these guidelines straight. Because if not, you're going to make the matter worse. The scripture says, first, you who are spiritual should go to that person. You need God's help in going. This is not just going as a human being to another human being. I mean, human conflict happens when humans meet humans. The only way that this is going to be resolved is when someone goes with a spiritual heart, with a heart that's filled with God's love, with different attitudes, a different view, not putting themselves first, but wanting to make the situation better. It takes someone spiritual to go. Now, This doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you have no problems in your life. It just means that you are trusting God. You're not going to go in your own strength. You're not going to go in your own ingenuity. But you're going to go trusting that God will guide you, direct you, that the spiritual force within you is going to lead you. So it says don't go unless you have this sense within you, this spiritual sense. Now how do we get this? by prayer, by realizing I'm not sufficient within myself, by perhaps getting counsel from someone else, by making sure that your attitude is right as you go. It says you that are spiritual go to that person. So that's the first thing. Don't go into this lightly. Don't go into this without thought, without some kind of preparation. You have to get your heart and your spirit right if you're going to address someone and be effective. 
So it says, you that are spiritual should go and listen and gently help make him right again. Another version says, go in the spirit of gentleness. You can't just rush into this situation without any sense of how the other person may respond. Gentleness is using appropriate force in a situation. We handle eggs differently than we do golf balls. With eggs, you have to be much more gentle. And I tell you, any time you approach someone who has disappointed you, that you feel has done something wrong, you better go very gently. Because if you go in there rough and just run over their feelings, their defenses are going to go up. You're going to make the situation worse. So go gently. Now the verse goes on to say, considering that you yourself are tempted. When we go, we have to go with a humble heart. Not with a heart that says, I know what's right and so I'm going to try to set this straight. No, you go into this matter realizing, you know what? I'm tempted in the same way. Now, that is true if you think things through. You may not have done what that person did, but there are common roots to sin. Say the sin of pride. This individual might have shown pride in a way you would never do. But you need to realize, you know what? I may not have expressed it that way, but I have pride in my heart, and I'm tempted to express it another way. And so I'm understanding. I go with a gentle heart. Now, I would say no matter what the wrong is, you need to consider that I am tempted in that way also. So dig down into the cause of the sin. What was the spirit behind it? Realize that I have that same temptation. So I can go not with a judgmental spirit, but with an understanding spirit, with a gentle spirit, to make this situation better, to restore it, not just to expose it. So these are the guidelines before we approach someone. Now Colossians 3.13 adds to this and says, Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, again, this just reinforces what I've said. If you go with a sense, God has forgiven me. I have sin. I have wrong. I fail in certain areas. Now, I'm trying to help this person. I'm going to address it with them. I'm coming with a spiritual mind in gentleness and realizing that God has forgiven me. That causes your approach to be very genuine and sincere. Now this says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have one against another. This is whatever grievances. There's not just some. Wherever there's a wrong, wherever there's a disappointment, this is the approach that we must take. Romans 14.12 says, Each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on each other. Now, I've already mentioned, when you go to a person, you cannot go with a judgmental spirit. The Bible says, judge not that you be not judged. Now, you have to understand something here. There's a difference between judgment and being judgmental. I've heard some people use this verse, judge not that you be not judged, as if, hey, I'm not going to take a stand on anything. I'm not even going to consider whether something's right or wrong. I'm not supposed to judge. 
No, what the Bible's talking about here is being judgmental. Listen, you have to judge even if you're going to obey this verse about going to someone who does something wrong. If you don't discern what's right and wrong, you can't even know who you're going to approach to make something right. No, there is a judgment. There is a discerning between right and wrong. I mean, you don't go through life just saying everything's okay, I tolerate everything, I don't judge anybody. No, that's foolish. That's not real life. We are to discern between right and wrong. But what we're told not to do is be judgmental. Now, what does it mean to be judgmental? It means you're judge and jury, and many times the executioner. In other words, you pass sentence on this situation and then declare what the penalty is going to be and then carry it out. That's what we're not to do. We have to leave people in the hands of the Lord. As an individual, I am to extend forgiveness. I'm not to carry out the penalty upon the person. As an individual, I am not to judge. Now, that doesn't mean that God hasn't given judgment to certain institutions that he has established. And that is government. It is given the right to judge situations. Parents are to judge and rule over children. There's structures of authority in the business world and in the church. And so in that regard, there is a judgment. But individually, on a personal basis, we're not to pass judgment. We're not to proclaim that this person has to be penalized as a result of what they've done. We are to love people. We're to accept people, not to condemn them. Being judgmental is when you condemn and you pass the sentence. So it's very, very important that you see the difference here because you can fall to one of two extremes. You can go to the side of, well, I don't judge anybody, like I've said, or you can go to the other side where you judge everybody. And when that happens, you're usually a hanging judge. You're going to give the harshest and the most severe penalty that you can. And so we're warned here to not pass judgment on someone else, but we are to go to people with a spiritual heart, with a gentle spirit, in order to make the situation better. Now, the scripture just goes on and adds more and more to these thoughts. Proverbs 15, 4 says, Gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Now, here are two kinds of words. Kind words and crushing words. Crushing words hurt. But kind words heal. There are words that build and heal and those that crush and tear down. And God says, always let your words be building words, edifying words. Now, this applies at work. Listen to this verse in Ecclesiastes 10 and 4. If your boss is angry with you, don't quit. A quiet spirit can overcome even great mistakes. Now, has your boss made a mistake in the way he deals with you? Or perhaps you've made a mistake on the job? A quiet spirit can overcome either one of these mistakes. If your boss is angry and he is unjustly treating you, well, I tell you, if you come back with a quiet spirit, it can overcome that mistake. And if you've made a mistake, well, just own up to it. Don't blame someone else. Don't make excuses. Just accept it quietly, rectify it, and move on. 
And so don't get worked up at work. Have a quiet spirit. Have a gentle spirit. Have a heart to listen. Be spiritual. This is what we're talking about in this whole endeavor here. The love of God helps us deal with disappointing people and with disappointing situations. Let God's love compensate and make the difference. Well, that's our time for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.